0: Hello everyone, my name is Eugene. I'm 17. You know, dangers are waiting for us everywhere. For example, you can go to the store to buy some milk and catch a brick with your head, which suddenly falls off the roof. Or you can just hang out with your girlfriend and be on the edge of becoming a freak for the rest of your life because of her mistake. By the way, this is my true life story. Want to know how it happened? Make sure you watch this video to the end and I promise you'll find out everything. When I turned 17, my friends decided to find me a girlfriend. Each of them were already in relationships, and they claimed I was ruining our company's image, because I was one of the heartbreakers of the school. I thought it was very funny, but knowing them, I did not resist, and even agreed to go on a couple of dates. Well, what could I lose? except for my own time, of course, which I could spend on some more useful things like training or preparing for my exams. Perhaps I should tell you a bit about myself. Ever since my childhood, I was engaged in volleyball, so I did not even doubt my future would be connected with sports. The school team coach predicted I would get into some cool university on a sports scholarship, and I myself had a very ambitious goal. I wanted to join the national team, nothing less. However, it was still very necessary for me to keep up with academic performance, but the teachers turned a blind eye on my absences because of trainings and competitions. They required just minimum knowledge from me because I needed to pass graduation exams. So, as you can guess, most of my daily routine consisted of studying and training. Sometimes I relaxed, of course. I liked going to the movies with my friends, or just hanging out in a cafe and laughing. But quite often, I had to leave the company first because of my regime. You know, early to bed, early to rise and stuff. Certainly, I didn't have any time to date girls. Of course, I paid attention to some pretty girls around me, to my classmates, to cheerleaders, but none of them could really interest me. And I guess it was because I didn't like the girls who tried to attract my attention. They used too much makeup wore mini skirts, and acted unnatural. I knew these were probably the things most guys bought, but not me. Most of all, I hated the girls who did not part with their phones. They constantly tapped on the screens, posted photos and stories on Instagram, and were FaceTiming 24-7. I would be okay with that one if they posted some helpful information, but most of the time they posted stupid selfies Stupid dancing, or a stupid pseudo-expert review on cosmetics. Anyway, maybe I didn't get something, but it always seemed to me I was surrounded by some stupid and narrow-minded girls, and I had no desire to talk to them. But that didn't seem to frighten them at all. Because I regularly received some invitations to birthday parties, to some private house parties, sometimes girls did not even hesitate to ask me out. Of course, I always refused. Well, speaking of dating, let's get back to my friend's idea of finding me a girlfriend. As you probably guessed, no one thought to ask me what kind of girls I liked. So the guys chose according to their taste. Apparently, from those girls who were just closer. I mean, from the best friends of their girls. And that was quite convenient. They always just made me face the fact. Like, you got a date tomorrow, meet the girl in a cafe. The day after tomorrow, a new date. You walk in the park, and so on. I didn't want to offend my friends or the girls who would be waiting for me at the date, and I always agreed. Who knows, maybe I'm gonna like one of them. The first date was definitely not a good one. Emma spent most of the time on her phone, justifying it by saying her favorite K-pop group was currently playing a concert, and she was obliged to follow the news and discuss it with her friends and fans. I had only one question for her. Why she went on a date with me at all? Because the only thing she really wanted to know at that moment was the color of the suit her favorite artist was wearing. We had a cup of coffee, and I went away. We had nothing to talk about. In the evening, my friends asked me if I liked Emma, and I told them straight out, it was the worst date of my life. And if they want to remain my friends, they should try harder to make the second one more successful. I was joking, of course, and it wouldn't have affected our friendship in any way, but I didn't want to waste my time on a second date in a row. Mary was the exact opposite of Emma. During the whole date, she would not leave my side, dragging me by the arm from climbing up to hug me, and if she asked me for something, she would do it in such a disgustingly sweet voice that my ears started ringing, but it wasn't that bad after all. So I asked Mary out on a second date. My friends cheered, but I immediately said it was too early to be happy. Maybe it would turn out that Mary would just be a beautiful picture like many other girls, We agreed we would go to the movie, and then go for a walk. As I was rushing to the date, Mary suddenly called and said she was late from a makeup class, so she asked me to pick her up. Girls. I drove to that address, bought two coffees, and waited for Mary. Still she wasn't there. So I decided to go inside and hurry her up because we were already late for the movie and I had already bought tickets in advance. I opened the door and was about to enter the office when suddenly a girl bumped into me and we both fell down. As a result, the coffee I was holding in my hand spilled out on both my white jumper and her dress. Yes, that's the way I go on dates, I thought. I got myself up and helped the girl. After I somewhat came to my senses, I was able to see her. How beautiful she was. I used to think love at first sight was just romantic crap, but at that moment, I realized she was the one the stranger girl apologized and said she was in a hurry and she didn't see me at the door. Of course, I didn't yell at her swear, well, you just ruined my favorite sweater right before I had a date, no problem. The girl immediately shoved her business card with a phone number into my hand, telling me to call her to arrange laundry and cleaning and ran away. While I was recovering from the shock, Mary came over. To put it mildly, she was not impressed with my appearance. I told her the story laughing but i didn't mention i had fallen in love with another girl i showed her the business card and for some reason it surprised her very much it turned out the strange girl in a hurry was melissa she taught makeup classes to mary and many other girls all the way to the movie theater mary was telling me about melissa she was too cool she was only 18 but she studies at the college of art to be an artist and she has her own makeup courses she knows all the techniques and even runs her own beauty blog on youtube. You don't say. I always thought beauty bloggers are the most stupid girls in the world who just don't know what to do with themselves, and now I fell in love with one of them. Ta-da. Indeed, love is evil. Mary continued to talk about Melissa, and I kept thinking that for the sake of this girl, I would give up on all my principles and date her, even if she was obsessed with beauty and makeup. In the evening, It took me a long time to summon up the courage to write to Melissa. Of course, I had a reason. She promised she would pay for the laundry, but still, it seemed to me it was not a nice way to start the conversation with the money compensation. Anyway, I just texted her hi on WhatsApp. I thought a good way of compensation would be our meeting and a cup of coffee that I spilled on my favorite jumper. Melissa laughed and agreed. We texted each other some more. Melissa had a great sense of humor. While we were exchanging jokes about our meeting, we quickly got into conversation and started texting like we'd been knowing each other for our whole lives. I wished her a good night's sleep. She remembered the reason I had texted her and asked how she could pay for the laundry or maybe transfer me the money for the compensation. But I told her if she really wanted to make it up to me, it would be nice to meet and have a cup of coffee. I could not understand myself at that moment, how I plucked up my courage and asked such a gorgeous girl on a date. After all, she could already be dating someone, she was so beautiful, smart, and interesting. To my surprise, Melissa agreed, and I jumped around my room for an hour. But I expected that on that date, Melissa would constantly check something on her phone or take photos of everything she saw around her and immediately post it to stories. But no, she got distracted by her phone a couple of times, only to answer some important messages. She apologized, quickly checked who was writing to her, and either replied or realized it was not urgent and left the message unanswered. Anyway, she was perfect. I must admit that at some point, I myself felt I was not good enough for her. She was a first-year college student. I was a high school graduate. She worked, led her courses, and made videos. And I? I was just a volleyball player who hoped that a sports scholarship would pave him the way for his future. Anyway, I was afraid she would think I was too small and immature. But when I accompanied her home and said goodbye, Melissa kissed me on the cheek. She said she really liked our date and would not mind repeating it. I was over the moon with my happiness. I guess I have a girlfriend now. I just need to offer her to be my girlfriend and date. Then I can say I am 100% happy. Unfortunately, I had to send Mary to the friend zone. Of course, she was upset, but she took this news better than I expected. She even asked me if I'd started dating someone and I went ahead and told her about my date with Melissa. Mary was delighted and shared Melissa broke up with her ex-boyfriend almost a year ago. She even talked about it in her video blog. She had a makeup tutorial there with the code name when your ex is at the party. After the last breakup, Melissa's relationship did not work out and the subscribers even started worrying about her. Mary jokingly said I should appear in one of Melissa's videos so that everyone will calm down and finally be happy for their favorite blogger, but first, I had to ask Melissa for another date. And I did. I was very worried to offer her to be my girlfriend, but in vain. Melissa said she liked me at first sight. That's why she gave me her business card with her phone number that day. She herself even hoped that if I texted her about that jumper, I would somehow be able to change the conversation into a more romantic way. Anyway, the next day I told my friends I was no longer alone and promised to introduce them to Melissa. It turned out some of my friend's girls already knew Melissa. They followed her on Instagram and watched her videos. I think that's when I started to realize that my girlfriend was kind of a celebrity. Since then, my life had changed. I was trying to keep up with my studies and not skipping training sessions, but I also found some time to date Melissa. We went to cafes and movies. We walked, hung out with our friends, and sometimes stayed at each other's places. I once even witnessed Melissa recording a video for her blog. She was teaching the girls how to do Halloween makeup, and it looked so funny from the outside that I couldn't stop laughing. As a result, even when the video was edited and uploaded, my laughter somehow got there, and subscribers started asking Melissa, who was that laughing behind the scenes? She honestly replied that this was her new boyfriend, Eugene, and he was keen on makeup. And you know what her followers did? They suggested she recorded a video, How to Make Up Your Boyfriend. I thought me and Melissa would laugh together at this joke, but she liked the idea so much, she immediately started convincing me to appear in her video. Of course, at first I resisted, but when your girlfriend is asking you for something, you just can't refuse her. So I gave up. We set the shooting day. I went to Melissa's house, and she set up the equipment and took out several suitcases with different types of cosmetics, brushes, and other girlish stuff. Melissa shared with me yesterday that she got some samples of products for a review. It was some unknown cosmetics brand, which planned to enter the global market and appear in all of the stores of the country. With all this stuff, Melissa planned to make me a gentle evening makeup. Yeah, it was strange. I imagined how funny it would be for the audience when they watched it. Melissa first prepared my face for applying makeup. Cream, massage, eye patches. It was even delightful. And then I started making myself up. I immediately thought something was wrong because the product Melissa applied to my face smelt strange. I thought cosmetics usually have some pleasant smell, like perfume or something, but here the smell was kinda chemical. After about 10 minutes, my skin turned red and started itching. Melissa got worried. She asked me if I was allergic to any substances, but I would never suffered from anything like this. After we stopped the shooting, Melissa immediately took me to the bathroom to wash my face. As my skin also got covered with some blisters in addition to the redness, and it itched terribly. When I rinsed my face with the cold water, it only got worse. My face looked like it triggered some kind of chemical reaction because it felt like my face was burning and the skin was about to start sliding off in layers. Gosh, it was so terrible. Terrified, Melissa immediately called an ambulance because she knew we could not cope on our own. The ambulance arrived quickly, but even the doctors were horrified when they looked at me. They immediately gave me an injection and took me to the doctor who dealt with burns. They said, most likely, I got a chemical burn on my face. But how could this be? It was just cosmetics. Millions of girls use it all around the world. It turned out the problems were in the cosmetics brand. When Melissa later brought the jars of foundation for a research, they found some acid in the composition, which was dangerous for human skin. When she got the results of the research, Melissa first wanted to go to the police, but she didn't. Instead, she recorded a video where she made a frank review of cosmetics quality and said what may happen if you use it. I would never have thought a chemical burn on the face would take so long to heal up. I spent almost a month in the hospital, and I walked around in a face bandage like a mummy. Fortunately, there were no traces of the incident on my face after healing. Me and Melissa tried to forget about it as if it were a nightmare. Of course, we did not try to record a video together again. Tell me, do you follow any beauty bloggers? Do you trust their advice? Or do you use only the tools you've tried by yourself? Share your answers in the comments below. If my story was interesting to you, click the thumbs up button. Subscribe to the channel and turn on notifications to stay tuned and never miss new stories. Bye bye, everyone. Take care.